All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 17 of Barnick's Blazing Hot Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Barnick. Crazy that we are 17 episodes in. Um, I feel at this point that the podcast isn't growing as much as I'd like it to be, but that's perfectly fine. I mean, for the people that do listen, um, I'm sure that you guys are at least enjoying what I have to say or, you know, it's something that you look forward to, but... Um, we'll start getting into what we got to talk about, which is the preview and the prediction for the Super Bowl is the last week of the NFL. Um, we will have some more stuff after that, but until then sit tight, we're going to talk about this huge matchup. All right. So on to the biggest game of the year, the Super Bowl, we have the Kansas city chiefs versus my Philadelphia Eagles. And here's the thing. I know everyone's going to say, oh, you're biased. I'm taking Philadelphia to win this game. I am. Last last week, they hung 31 points on the best defense in the NFL. Now, I understand some of those points were aided because of um, quarterback injuries. But give Philadelphia some credit. They're the reason that those quarterbacks were taken out of the game. Um, Philadelphia is going into the Super Bowl with all 22 of their starters. How often can you say that a team is going into the Super Bowl with every single one of its starters intact and a lot of its backups that are just as good as the starters in some cases are also going to be um, ready to go for this game? I, I don't think there's many injuries, but here's the thing. So for Philadelphia, last week they hung 31 on San Francisco, the best defense in the NFL. And what couldn't they do? They couldn't pass the ball. They could run it, but they couldn't pass it. Now they're going against a defense that's only slightly above average that they match up very well against. And I'm going to guarantee that Jalen Hurts has at least two passing touchdowns and has at least one or two rushing touchdowns. If it's not him, then it's going to be Sanders or Gainwell. Because you're going from playing the best defense to an above average defense where you're going to be able to exploit their issues because they're dinged up on defense. I mean, for all the Kansas City fans that are going to say, oh, well, we can still hold Philadelphia. Listen, look at what Philadelphia has done to some of the the better defenses this year. And they've taken care of their opponents. They haven't just lollygagged around like Kansas City's done. They've blown them out, and they've showed why they're the best team in the NFL. So now we go to defense. Philadelphia's defensive pass rush is going to be all over Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes was able to pick on Eli Apple last week. Philadelphia doesn't have an Eli Apple. They have a Darius Slay. They have a James Bradbury, a CJ Gardner-Johnson, and an Avante Maddox that are very, very good players. And whoever isn't covering the receivers is going to be covering Travis Kelsey and make it very hard for him to catch the ball. And that defensive pass rush is way better than Cincinnati's, and Cincinnati was able to get three sacks. I mean, if people aren't seeing this, I I don't know how. So last week, Philadelphia went up against one of the best pass rushes in the NFL. Lane Johnson held Nick Bosa to zero sacks and quarterback pressures. The one that he did have was on the tight end blocking him. If anybody was asking, because Nick Bosa did have a sack, but the tight end was blocking him. So, 
an injured Lane Johnson with a torn abductor in his groin held Nick Bosa to zero sacks. Last week, I get it, Kansas City's defensive line played very well. They had five sacks of Joe Burrow. Chris Jones had a big game. But that was against the second and third stringers of Cincinnati's offensive line. That's not going against a full-strength Philadelphia offensive line. And I just think if you look at it, you know, Cincinnati had some injured players. You know, they have some holes that they still need to fix on their team. I don't see one on Philadelphia. You could say that their run defense is, and I would understand that. But who's going to run all over Philadelphia? Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon? No, no, no. They're they're not Derrick Henry, who the, the Eagles stopped. They're not Christian McCaffrey. They're not Saquon Barkley, which Saquon only had one big run. And that's why his stats looked semi-decent. Philadelphia is going to go into this game. And like I said before, and I know I keep repeating myself, so I'm very sorry. But they have guys that know that this is this is pretty much the end of their NFL careers. They don't have much left in the tank. They're getting older. And they are going to go out there and they are going to do everything in their power to beat Kansas City. And that veteran leadership is going to be just so crucial to the Eagles' success. So, as for Kansas City, the only way that I see them winning this game is if they put up 30 points at least and Jalen Hurts makes some mistakes. If they're able to get to him or you know he's nervous in the pocket and, and makes mistakes that he shouldn't. Listen, I know everyone's going to think I'm biased because I'm taking Philadelphia, but here's the thing. In the AFC, you have four, three, four, five good AFC teams, and you can make the argument that you only have one or two over in the NFC, and I, I would agree with you there. But I really don't care. I'm going to take quality over quantity. Yeah, maybe the Kansas City Chiefs have went through the gauntlet. They've played better teams. But they don't have all 22 starters coming back. They don't have guys on that team that want it more than anybody because they know that this is their last year. Guys like Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham's wife said, yeah, this is probably going to be the last we see Brandon Graham in an Eagles uniform. He's not going anywhere else. He's 35, and he has used every single ounce of effort that he has left coming off a a torn Achilles on this last NFL season because he's not going anywhere other than Philly. If he does, I'd be really surprised, but I I just think that Philadelphia is just going to be too strong for Kansas City. And, I mean, you look at it last week, you know, Kansas City or Cincinnati played a really bad game and they still kept it within three points of, of um, Kansas City. And, you know, they should have won that game. And if it was Cincinnati playing Philly, well, yeah, I get it. Philadelphia has, um, you know, a better quality. They have more guys that are ready to go than um, what Cincinnati does. But I would probably pick Cincinnati in the game because I think that they are the toughest team in the NFL. But Philadelphia is playing Kansas City. And I just can't get past this thought that um, there's not much that Kansas City can do to win this game. I mean, I know they got Patrick Mahomes, and he's special. I mean, he is a generational talent, and he can elevate the guys around him. 
But when you have all the injuries that you have, and you have a defense that is able to match up against all of your players on both sides of the ball very, very well, I just don't know how you can't pick Philadelphia. Um, And that's fine. I mean, if Philadelphia goes and they win the Super Bowl, which I think they will, and I will be at that parade like I was in 2017, I can't wait to hear everybody's excuses of, oh, well, you know, Philadelphia this, Philadelphia that. If they win the Super Bowl, everyone can just shut the hell up because I'm so tired of hearing it. I know I've said this before, but um, that's where I stand on my pick. I think Philadelphia is winning it. It's going to be convincing. Um, I just... Getting rid of Tyreek Hill for Kansas City, um, that takes away a very, very big part of their offense, especially having all the guys out that they have now. And I just think Philadelphia has the horses to go um, toe-to-toe with them and win it towards the end of the game or even just convincingly win by two touchdowns. Um, Like I said, you look at some of the games that Kansas City won this year, you know, they lost to the Colts. Um, They faced, like, the Texans and the Broncos, and um, they only beat them by three points or even a touchdown. And it's like, wow, Kansas City didn't blow them out. And you look at what Philly, Philly did against the teams that they played, And the teams, for the most part, I mean, I know there were some exceptions like the Colts, that they were supposed to blow out. That's what they did. And I think Philly's going to come out swinging. They have a great offensive game plan, chemistry, health. So we'll definitely see what happens here. But let me know what you guys think. I'm going to put something on the Instagram poll about, um, you know, game picks. And we'll kind of just go from there. But Philly all the way, baby. Fly equals fly. And... Just got to say from every comment I've been seeing, no one likes us. We don't care. And that's how it's going to be after we win the Super Bowl. Man, I just don't think anybody realizes how excited I am for the Super Bowl. Like every year you you go in and usually like, you know, your team's either going to be good or you're hoping that they're going to have this like season that everyone's like, oh, like this is crazy. Like 2017, it's like, I told everyone, hey, the Eagles got a good chance to make the Super Bowl. Like, they're a really, really good team. Well, everyone just kind of laughed at you because they just came off like a a 6-10 and 10 year, 6-9 and nine year, whatever it was back then. And they're like, yeah, they're still a couple years away. And they went out and they proved everybody wrong. And this year's the same deal. I mean, oh, Jalen Hurts can't pass. You know, he's – they're not going to make the Super Bowl. They don't have the talent. And – Look at what they're doing. I mean, if you would have told me that they had the season that they did and they're going in with a very good shot at beating the Chiefs, I tell you, you're crazy. And I'm not trying to jinx them, but I am really hoping they win because I want to be down there in Philadelphia for the parade. I mean, the first parade was just awesome. I mean, everyone, you know, high five and hug and like, just drinking beers, hanging out, you know, you get to hear the ultimate Jason Kelsey speech, which, you know, if they win, we would get to hear another one most likely. Like it just, Oh, I really want it to happen. And it's tough to tell from a podcast, like just hearing my voice, like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, he, Oh, he's just really analytical. Like, no, I, I really want the Eagles to win. And like, I don't think people realize like the type of person I am. Like I go to school 
And I'd say out of the four days of the week I go to school, three of those days, I got Philly gear on. I'm always talking about the Eagles. I'm always talking about football, but mostly the Eagles because that's my team. And this would just be awesome, you know, to have everybody choke on their words. And, I, you know, it's one of those tough things where um, if they lose, then you got to hear everyone kind of say, oh, they weren't a real team, even though, you know, you know in your heart that they were. So, you know, I'm hoping they pull it off. And, um, yeah, definitely going to be pretty emotional. Like when – I don't know what the comparison is. Like maybe baseball or basketball that people are like really, really love or whatever. But um, like football for me, like that's one of my favorite things ever, if not my favorite. So we'll definitely get to see. Um, let me know – in the comments or anything like where you guys are watching the game at what your you know usual Super Bowl routine is uh for me I wanted to go to Philly to watch it but the last time they won the Super Bowl I was in my living room with my dad so that's where I'm gonna be again um you know not really breaking the superstition there like I'm a very superstitious person when it comes to certain things and and this is one of them so all right, so during the Super Bowl, we always get uh, new movie trailers that come out. So there's a bunch of them that are going to have their full-length trailers, I believe, or at least um, special scenes that we haven't seen before. Um, so I'm going to go through the list. John Wick, Chapter 4. Um, never seen any of those movies, but I probably should watch them. I hear they're pretty good. Um, Creed 3, which looks like a good movie. It just sucks that Rocky uh, or Sylvester Stallone has nothing to do with it because... Um, the company that makes those movies is, um, you know, the way that they are. The Marvels, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, um, Pixar's Elemental, know nothing about that movie. Transformers, Rise of the Beast, I'm actually excited about that movie. Hopefully it's not just a complete um, throwaway that just is really bad. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Scream 6, The Little Mermaid, the Super Mario Bros. movie, um, The Flash, which I'm excited. Um, I didn't know if we were going to get that movie, and now that we are, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the trailers are going to hold. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Fast X. Seems like there's going to be a you know, decent slate of movies coming out this year. I'm not going to say it's the best year of movies ever coming out, but um, should definitely be intriguing. Um I know there's going to be a lot of different trailers that are, or not trailers, but advertisements that people have. Um, I feel like in the last couple years, we've just been really let down with some of the advertisements and how, you know, they're supposed to be funny and they're actually not funny at all. So um, I'm hoping this year's a little different and we get some ads that actually, you know, make us laugh or, you know, feel a certain type of way. Um, I'm tired of sitting there straight face gang and, you know, not laughing at all because, people don't know how to be funny anymore which is just annoying to me all right so an interesting fact of the day um there were people that actually did the calculations and they came to the consensus or at least to the um calculation that the kool-aid man weighs eleven thousand pounds just think about that for a second that is like the weight of an elephant so um yeah useless fact of the day but uh, i think it is pretty cool 
All right, so another thing in the news, not huge news, but um, everyone thinks that Marvel is the greatest, you know, superhero, you know, shows and everything. Um, their shows are pretty lackluster, in my opinion, and it actually showed this year because The Boys overtook them as the most watched superhero show. Um, I know I've talked about The Boys before. I wouldn't watch it with kids that are under 16 or at least at a good maturity level, um, but... Let me tell you, it is a fantastic show. Um, I just started rewatching it again, and it's one of those that, um, you know, as it gets better and the budget gets higher, it's it's going to get even better than it is right now. And um, I think for Marvel, that kind of has to be an eye-opening, you know, um, I guess procedure you would call it here because you know, they've been on top of the superhero game. They've been able to, you know, outlast DC because DC is doing some horrible things over there. And hopefully James Gunn, um, fixes that, but you have this Amazon prime original show that comes out and just completely in its first year, um, takes out Marvel shows. So, you know, maybe instead of, you know, Miss Marvel and, and She-Hawk, we actually get some good quality shows that, you know, Marvel put some effort into. I feel like the shows that they do are just kind of like weak storylines to build up a movie. And, you know, we actually want a good show. All right. So next up, I'm going to do my ranking of Doritos flavors. Coming in at number five, I'm going to do spicy sweet chili. Uh, and that's in the purple bag. Listen, this is a really good flavor. Um, I'm very sensitive to spicy things. So it's just a little bit too spicy for me. Um, it's one of those that I'll eat, you know, maybe once or twice a year and I'll enjoy it, but I hate having to drink so much water afterwards to kind of get that spicy flavor off my tongue. Um, number four, we're going to go with the OG nacho, nacho cheese. Um, can't go wrong with this. It's been around forever. It is a solid, solid choice. Um, they literally made a taco shell out of the nacho cheese Dorito at Taco Bell and it's fantastic. So, um, you know, I think that's one of those things where, um, it's just one of those flavors that everyone looks at and it's synonymous with, with being great. Um, number three, we're going to go with tangy barbecue. So this is a new flavor that is a dollar general exclusive. Um, it's good. It's, it's a little bit spicy, but it's not bad. And I think it has a really good flavor and it's cool that um, Doritos is starting to go in a different direction than just, you know, the normal spicy stuff that they've been doing a lot recently. All right. Number two, we have one of the most underrated picks and I'm sure a lot of you haven't tried it. Um, I know I brought it to poker night the one time if, if the boys remember, but this is taco flavored Doritos. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a limited run or you can only get it at certain places, but these Doritos were just fantastic. I mean, you literally could not put them down. Um, everyone was eating them when we were at poker night and, um, I just know they're a solid entry into the list and, and a good one at number two. And at number one, this should be the unanimous number one, at least in my opinion. Um, they also had a taco shell out of it and due to supply chain issues, they got rid of it. Um, it is the single greatest Dorito flavor to ever grace the earth. Um, I could eat a bag of these in like 20 minutes. I'm going with Cool Ranch. Um, it's got that perfect blue bag. When you pull the chip out, you see the red and the blue, um, different seasoning on top. And it's just, it's perfect. When you take a bite into it, you're like, wow, this is the greatest chip I've ever tasted. 
Um, that's pretty much it for my Doritos ranking. Um, I, I think it's a pretty solid list. I know that there's some, you know, spicier ones that people would like, but, you know, I think for the general public, this is a solid list that goes far. So for those of you who don't know, and I, I think I already talked about this on here, but I'm not too sure. Um, my favorite Batman is Michael Keaton's. Um, I think the soundtrack, the movie, like the feel of it, the way Tim Burton made it so dark and, and treacherous was awesome. So, um, apparently he's going to be showing up in the Flash movie, which we're going to get a trailer for, like I said, in the Super Bowl, uh, which will be really cool. But, um, DC, if you go on their YouTube channel, just did an updated trailer for his movie that came out 35 years ago. Um, it's actually really cool and it's really well done. So, um, if you're a fan of Batman or just, you know, like want to get the nostalgia factor, I would definitely go watch that. Um, I just watched it a couple minutes ago and, uh, it's really cool how they updated it to make it, um, you know, more modern day and, um, you know, a little bit better than the old trailer was. So last night we had Austin Rivers and Mo Bamba get into a altercation in the basketball game. Um, and then Mo Bamba and Austin Reeves also had stuff to say about each other and just kind of, you know, nonchalantly took shots at each other. And here's the thing. I think that basketball should kind of do it like uh, hockey does, and they should just let them swing on each other for a couple minutes. And then once everyone's done, eject them. I mean, now you have this um, this bad blood between the two, and now they're obviously going to have something against each other, and it's like, okay, so now next time they're going to continue to fight, but if you get it over with in the first place, maybe, you know, the one person will be like, all right, you kicked my ass, like, it's over. Um, plus, it would also be better for, like, viewership, in my opinion. Like, I would much rather see a fight than... Just a couple people run out, kind of jaw at each other, kind of grab each other's jerseys, and then get ejected. Um, I don't know. I like seeing hockey fights, so I, I think I would like to see basketball fights between two guys. I mean, here's the thing. Um, yeah, I'm sure Mo Bamba's strong, but you know he's really tall and skinny, and then you have Austin Rivers, who's a little shorter. So I think a lot of people would like to see how that would turn out, but um, that's just me. So China has been in the news pretty recently, especially for the United States, because they have been sending balloons into the air, which they have admitted are theirs, to do um, civilian research, which, you know, a lot of people are skeptical of because they think that, um, you know, they have some ultimate goal at the end that's going to um, destroy the United States. So um, I don't know how I really feel about this, because I think if they wanted to, they would um, bring someone in and do you know, more, um, detailed research because there are cameras that you can get now that, um, you don't have to be like, um, out there and very, um, obvious with balloons in the air, but you know, that's just me. So I think people are overreacting a little bit. Um, also Chinese scientists cloned three super cows and these super cows are able to make, um, a hundred tons of milk in their lifetimes. So I don't know how much more that is than what a regular cow is able to do. I'm sure it's quite a bit more, but, um, they said if they can continue to do this and it shows good results that, um, 
they do not have to continue to get high-priced imported cows that um, do the same deal for them. So, uh, yeah, China is making super cows. All right, so the last piece of news I have to cover here is Kyrie Irving was just traded to the Dallas Mavericks, for those of you who are into basketball. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to pull up the trade here because I think that the Nets got fleeced. Um, so Kyrie Irving went to the Mavericks and the Mavericks gave up Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddle, who I believe was already with the Nets a couple years ago, uh, 2029 first round pick and second round pick to the Nets. Um, here's the thing. I don't know how I feel about Luka and Kyrie together. I mean, they're two superstars, so I don't think it can end up that bad. Um, I don't think Luke is that much of a personality too, that it's going to be a big deal. Plus you're in Dallas. Um, you have a good owner, you have a good organization. Don't think it'll be a big issue, but for the Nets, I mean, why would you not try and retain Kyrie? I mean, that, that was your whole plan when Kevin Durant came back. It was supposed to be him and, and Kyrie trying to make a, a run now, I don't know what Kevin Grant's going to do just because I don't think any of the the assets that they got are going to be feasible for them to go through the playoffs and do anything great. Maybe I'm wrong, and there are people that are more interested in basketball than I am. Um, I love the Sixers, but they're the only team I really pay attention to. Um, so let me know if I'm getting this like breakdown wrong, but I'm about 99% sure that um, this was really good for Dallas, and this wasn't fantastic for the Nets. Um, don't know what's going to happen with KD now because, like I said, I, I don't know that they're a contender without Kyrie. And I believe he is the scoring leader or he's very close to being the scoring leader right now as far as um, how many points he has on the season. So, um, yeah, definitely big news out of Dallas um, and even New York. So that's going to end the podcast. Um, the next time I do a podcast – Unless I do one before the Super Bowl, which I doubt, um, I'll probably have it out on a Monday. So look for that. I will have my Super Bowl breakdown, what happened, and um, we'll start talking about some other little things like head coaching hires and you know product reviews and all that. But um, yeah, definitely the biggest game, so I hope everyone stays safe and enjoys their Super Bowl weekend.